listening to The Burn. Gaming stuff, blazing fast. Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Burn, a podcast about gaming done blazing fast. I'm Aviv Manoch. And I am Omar Kaplan. How are you, Omar? Oh, man, everything is just amazing. You know, school started, I think it was three days ago. They were not prepared for online learning, <laughs> let me tell you that. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's, been a fun, it's been a fun ride this week. And what happened last week since we talked, I have no idea. Everything is a blur now. But, yeah, um, I'm leaving the moment. Everything's great right now. We get to talk about games. So, you know, everything's teaching. Yeah. People on our side are looking in the U.S. and they are thinking everything that's happening in the U.S. is going to happen here in a two weeks uh, delay. So uh, we, are, we are looking forward to, to the inevitable collapse. I mean, listen, I, you know, I have empathy. I feel for those you know, teachers and school members. They had five months to prepare. All the technology is there. All the infrastructure is great. They license great technology companies to work with them but you know at the end of the day it's a, it's one teacher it's 20 kids in a classroom like on like via zoom learning online the teacher have no idea what she's doing like she's really trying and she's all good intentions but it's hard it's yeah i mean i can imagine myself teaching 20 like taking ownership of education of 20 young kids it's crazy so, okay, so so here there is no infrastructure, there is no great technology, there is nothing. Oh, Just okay, nothing. well that's yeah, that, that's gonna that's gonna be an issue. Like we got, <laughs> we actually got like a you know a computer from the school. We got even a like a wireless hotspot from the school. Like they give you all the stuff. Uh, it was even contactless, which is great. But yeah, so we'll we'll see. Oh, but you don't have any hurricanes. We have a hurricane here. Yeah, I, I mean, heard not about here, that. Here, yeah. but you you pretty, have pretty hurricanes, you have fire tornadoes. I don't know what's happening in your continent. It's like hell yeah, on earth. I know. It's yeah. <laughs> it's like level what months are we? September? It's level nine almost. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens in level ten. Um but yeah, so there wasn't there isn't a tornado like here here, but it's pretty close and yeah, it's a big it's a big place. Let's talk about game. Let's talk about happy Okay, stuff. okay, fine, fine. Um, so, yeah, welcome to The Burn, where we talked about uh, a game each week on the show. Not each week, because this is a bi-weekly podcast. Each episode of the show, we discuss one game we are playing and like or dislike or have something to say about. And a news topic that we can also say stuff about. And today's is a big one. Uh, you can listen to all the episode um, on the website, theburn.live, and of course subscribe to your favorite um, podcasts application, whatever you, you're using, Apple, Google, Spotify. And uh, you, you can also catch me usually at uh, twitch.tv slash isol.me. Uh, there is the Hebrew podcast there. There are um, art stream I do with bla- Blender uh, modeling and stuff. So yeah, come to say hello. Um, today's game is on Omer, although I played it as well. Take us away. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. I, I really want to hear your, your opinion because so I this week I played Remnant from the Ashes. Um, Remnant and- colon 
from the ashes. Yes. <laughs> right. Perfect. Um, so I, you know, I had all the reasons not to like this game because I very, I'm very bad at Dark Souls and Souls-like games. You know, and usually I'm the type of person who, oh, I totally forgot. I wanted to say that I wanted to talk about Persona 5, but then you kind of like stole it away. And anyway, I don't want to talk about Persona 5. Anymore. Wait, no, no. Um, now I, now I'm, I'm intrigued. What to, what did you want to say about Persona 5? Oh, no, 5? I wanted to start by saying, let's talk about Persona 5 a little bit. And then got you all excited. But then, you know, we oh. just kind of like slid to talk about Remedy. We, we can talk anyway. about the, the uh, proto-Persona I found for the Switch. <laughs> yeah maybe 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 in two weeks <laughs> uh anyway so i had all the all the reasons not to like remnant uh i'm very bad at dark souls i'm very bad at souls like games because they're i'm the type of person who like to play games on you know casual mode get the good storyline have some action but have like a very forgiving experience i'm not a fan of like hard video games and this one I read reviews, I watched some, you know, YouTube gameplay, and I was like, you know what? This doesn't look very punishing, you know, like other Souls-like or Dark Souls games. And, and so also read- it was given free on Epic for like everyone. 10 million people downloaded the game when it was free. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wonder how does that compare to like GTA V though. So it's interesting. Anyway, um, so I got to play it. It's what well, the nice, the, let's start with the nice thing. The game isn't as punishing as I thought. It's not punishing at all. You can, you know, play the game. They have all the there is a the normal difficulty not... to begin with. Yes, there is. First of all, there is a difficulty. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get, you know let's start with having a difficulty. So I go in. I immediately take in the atmosphere. It's kind of like a weird post-apocalyptic environment where trees took over the planet. I guess. Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah, something like that. So basically, trees took over the planet, which sounds great, but uh, for those people, it's and it's kind of weird because the tree said, you know, yeah, we took over the planet, but the first thing we want to do is we want to look like humans and, you know, like create axes and create guns because obviously trees, this is what they want to do. So, but, you know, they're, you know, I guess they found their humanoid ways to take over the planet. Um, and... I mean, right now, I'm, I'm like four or five hours in, so the story is still kind of like a mystery to me. Uh, but it's very post-apocalyptic. Everything is kind of like stitched together, you know, planes crashing, uh, all the cities upside down, and you navigate through the wreckage, fighting monsters. Um, and it's nice. Uh, all the different... Well, right now, I'm in a city, so every section has its own different enemies. Enemies, like in all the Souls, ga- Souls games, have different way they move, different, like, kind of like a predictable way they, they deliver their damage, you need to dodge the damage, there's bosses, there's elite monsters which give you resources, you use the resources to upgrade your stuff. Um, but the nice thing about all this is you, you're you not punished for dying, which is awesome, you get to keep all the resources. So if I want to go back and upgrade you know, enough times and I die enough times, I'll be like really over defensive and really really high level for the zone that I'm in. So, you know, I just get to breeze through it, which is fine. Um, all the like level bosses right now haven't been super hard. I did had to do them like 20 times to like memorize all the attacks and stuff. Uh, but they like, weren't super hard. They did creep me out though. So they're pretty hard. 
that started um, to sound like a souls game yeah i mean so yeah you're going i think the first well i'm not, not doing any spoilers but one of the first bosses you encounter you just go into this like really claustrophobic sewer system and all of a sudden there's this huge monstrosity of a thing and it's dragging like a sword on the floor kind of like with a huge hand and he's like coming at you and he's running and screaming it's like oh my gosh Ugh. and you're playing with headphones everything it's pretty pretty intense um and it took me like forever to beat him and it was like right on my final sliver of life because bosses like souls games they give you like conditions and you're bleeding and you have to bandage yourself while you're bleeding while you're sick and to do everything at once it yeah it was a mess and oh and all this um ammo conservation stuff i don't i'm not a fan of like i don't have like having like super limited resources so there's that uh but the nice thing about it so you don't get punished for dying you, you have the checkpoints every five to ten minutes so you don't really have to get super invested in a run you get you can like do them in small chunks or you can have you know big runs and get a lot of resources and reset because checkpoints obviously reset all the all the enemies um so it's nice i'm not entirely sure i'm gonna play it all the way through just because you know the core gameplay oh we're gonna talk about the pause button in a second uh the core gameplay is is still no that's the thing so i really enjoy playing casually right and all I wanted in life is just a pause button so I can, you know, play a little bit, pause the game, go, like, take care of my kids, do stuff, and then come back, continue my run. But there's no pause button, and it drove oh, me crazy. Right. That's, that's also Souls-like. Souls-like games I know. don't uh, pause when you open menus and shit. I know. So I I go online, and I'm looking, I'm Googling for Remnant from the Ashes, pause button, and the first thing, you know what, the first thing I'm getting, I'm getting a Reddit thread, but it's all about, hey, just get, just get good at the game, what, why are you such a noob, Shut you're up. getting the pause button, yeah, I mean, so, do, just Google that and get to the Reddit thread, you'll see, like, you know, all the, like, you know, Dark Souls, Master Race people, I was like, why do you even need a pause button, that's not very general, like, I was like, okay, screw that. I went in and I downloaded a program called Universal Pause Button for Windows, which pauses like any program. I was like, screw this crap. I just pa-. so now I just pause the game, whatever I work, and like screw that crap. Um, Excellent so I get, advice. I get, I, I'm going to so use go, that for everything. Like on, honestly, and it works on everything because it basically taps into like the like the thread of the program that you're running. So you know, I just. Do, oh, but you can't pause Windows itself. So, good programmer <laughs> put the guardrail against like pausing shell. Nice uh, I, I tried it just for science, and it was really nice. Um, so you go in, you pause whatever you want. I, I, so I, I got all the good environment to really enjoy the game. It just at the end of the day, it's like a Souls game, and I don't know. I, also, like you know, Hitman just went live on the Epic Game Store. We gotta talk about it in a second, I guess. We're gonna talk a lot about Epic today, I think. Um, so maybe Hitman is more in line with what I want. It's you know, it's kind of stealthy. Yeah, Hitman is is the perfect game for you. it has um, literally endless content. Well, not literally, but as close to it as you can get. Um, you can play it in in any size chunks you want. Um, it's on one hand tactical and on the other end full of action and that's not the topic of this episode but yeah <laughs> right so okay so let me let me okay so before because i'm reaching to my 10 minutes uh, timely but before 
you know, so not going to play Remnant from the Ashes all the way through. If I had to choose between Hitman and Tomb Raider Game of the Year, what would you play? As in Tomb Raider 2013? No, uh, yes, I think so. Hitman all the way. The Tomb Raider, the reboot is, in my opinion, not a good game because they put in too many quick time events. Oh, yeah, I I, I read that. I also, but I read good stuff about the story. So I was like, no, Hitman is nice. It's nice. It's nice. The first game is, I don't know, a seven. Uh, The second game, uh, it's it's like an eight and a half in the series. Cool. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Hitman so, is much better, all, and um, I have it on uh, on Steam. And on Steam, uh, if you bought originally the the first Hitman 2016, the revival, uh, you can install the second one, Hitman 2, and get the legacy pack for free, and you can play all of the all of the old. Episodes oh, cool. basically remastered in the second game engine. So oh, that's, uh, that's that's nice and nostalgic. Yeah. So originally did that, not really nostalgic. There's like three years between the games. Yeah. Um, I know, but you know, we all done that. It's kind of. Nice. Yeah, but so I I originally replayed the first game in the second game engine, and then um, it was part of the humble monthly, I think. So I now have also Hitman Two, in Steam. And I, I haven't got to the new episode yet, but yeah. All right. But, well, um, I got mine from the Epic Game Store. Speaking of the Epic Game Store. No, no. Where? I haven't uh, I haven't talked about Remnant yet. Give me a couple. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally forget that you played. Yeah, tell me all about don't it. push me. I played very little. I basically um, installed the game. By the way, there was an update like yesterday or something like that. 35 gigabytes. And yeah, the Epic Store is not downloading for me. I uh, left it open all night. It got to like 17%. Yeah, it's like, it's really weird. So what they have, I'm going to give you spoilers. It's basically, I think it, they download like the, all the DLC content for you, but you, you have to like pay to unlock it. But basically you ha- you're going to have the DLC whether you want it or not. And then you have to unlock it. So it's really weird. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I wish it would just download. I don't care. Uh, I don't care where, whether it's locked or not. But if oh, I want the, to play uh, the okay. game, right now I can't play the game because it's stuck in update. Yeah. Oh, there's uh, the funny thing about the DLC I should mention. Okay, before you go. The, in the DLC, there's like a, a, like a premium vendor, whatever thing. And they, I, they didn't do a voiceover for this guy. So the way they resolved it is that this guy is mute and he's writing on the small blackboard all the messages he wants to show you. So that's it. Okay, that's that's cool. Um, so yeah. yeah, I played basically the tutorial part of the game until you get to uh, to activate the stone at the beginning. Um, I liked... I, it, it's... I like the game because it's, uh, it's a third-person shooter, basically. Although yeah. you have a melee weapon, but it's weird because you have to hold down a aim to shoot yes. the gun, and if you don't hold down aim, you use the melee weapon instead. Um, that that takes some time to get used to because, well, you are used to just shooting a gun, and it doesn't work like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's no firing from the hip. I think th I think they try to encourage you to use like melee weapon as much as possible. But I don't know. Really? Because it's like the other way around. The, the melee system is is so basic uh, in compared to the to the shooting system yeah, of the game. Yeah, but there's there's no ammo at all. Like you have to buy either like ammo resources or find on the floor and it I don't know. You don't get like much ammo in the game. I don't know. Okay. So um, kind of have to like whack your way through. Interesting. Um, I watched the game a bit, uh, um, both when it came out and again in the past week uh, when the DLC came out. So a lot of streamers uh, played again and I felt like trying it. And I don't know yet if I actually going to like it or not, if it's going to be too hard for me. If you say it's going to take me 20 times to, uh, to try a boss, I would probably not going to continue. I, it, 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 I don't have the patience for, for 20 times a boss. The only I mean, game that... I, I, uh, I, I'm, bad, I'm bad at souls like, so maybe it'll take you like 10, but it still sucks, I don't know. The, and, the only, and, and I mean, every boss has a checkpoint, so you like go right in, so there, there's no load screens. You just like, yeah, you know... There you is the boss fog. The what? The, the boss fog, the fog door. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, the, the only game um, similar to, to this genre that uh, I put time in was Dead Cells, which, uh, which is a lot of fun. So yeah, I don't know. Brave. Right now I'm, I'm deep into the JRPG hole, so I don't know when I, <laughs> yeah. I go back to, yeah. to Judgment. But, uh, each, but each, yeah. one of, each one of those is like 160 hours anyway, so I'll see you in a year. <laughs> Something like that. Let's talk about our news topic, which is Epic and their shenanigans in the gaming world, uh, specifically versus Apple. So a couple of weeks ago, Epic decided they are going to add a new payment method to Fortnite. And this payment method was 30% cheaper than the equivalent uh, Apple Pay and Google Play uh, payment uh, method. And that's because uh, when you buy anything in in-app purchases on either of the platforms, you basically uh, they basically take 30% cut. So uh, Epic did a, a, a switcheroo and basically presented it as you are paying 30% more because we need to pay Apple and Google and if you don't want to do that you can pay us directly but of course that's uh, against uh, Apple and Google's TOS so um, after a, a, a bunch of warnings they took the the Fortnite down from, uh, from both uh, stores no one cares what happened uh, with the Google Play Store because to begin with, Fortnite wasn't, wasn't there. If you remember uh, first when uh, Fortnite came out to Android, uh, Epic didn't want to put it on the Play Store at all. They have people downloaded it. Downloaded it? <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, with, uh, okay. with Epic's own uh, launcher and uh, through an Epic Way. Uh, um, anyway... And uh, on Android, no one cares. You just uh, activate, um, install unknown sources, and you can install whatever you want on your phone. That's not a big issue. Apple, on the other hand, you don't have any way uh, to install 
unregulated application unless your phone is jailbroken, which is not something most people do, especially not um, um, teens slash young uh, children, which are the major demographic for Fortnite. So uh, Apple threw the, the app from the store and then there was a big, big uh, fight with Epic and Epic sue and Apple uh, said, okay, if you are going to sue us, we are going... That wasn't really the, the thing that happened. Happen Apple said, uh, you have broken our Tamer service continuously, so we are going to suspend your development accounts. And that's a big deal. That's a big deal because if Epic's Unreal developer account is um, deactivated, it means that they can't test Unreal Engine on the um, iOS platform, which means that uh, there won't be any future updates for Unreal Engine uh, to run on iOS, which means that a lot and a lot and a lot of game developers are going to get screwed, and that's an issue. Uh, in the meantime, uh, um, Epic uh, petitioned the court, and they ordered Apple not to deactivate this Unreal Engine uh, developer account specifically. Fortnite is a different matter, and we will see how it goes. Now, the thing is, this is not the only fight against Apple that has happened in the past six months. Uh, there is a company called Basecamp. Basecamp is a um, medium-sized tech company. They, uh, they have Basecamp, the um, project development, uh, project management um, um, solution, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Their uh, co-founder, uh, David Heinemeyer Hansen, uh, is the actual guy that uh, invented Ruby on Rails, if you are familiar with that uh, technology. And uh, they have a new um, software, a new uh, website called Hey, hey.com. It's, it's an uh, email uh, application, a, a fully new, not related to anything else, email site. You open an account, you pay uh, some uh, some uh, some of uh, of money, and you have um, a new email with a very unique and uh, and um, ingenious, in my opinion, uh, interface. I pay them. Um, so they launched it. They put the app on the iOS, and they didn't have a way to pay on the iOS and nor on Google for that matter. Like many services before them, they just, uh, when you install the app and you don't have an account, they, they tell you to go to the website and open account. An example of uh, other companies that do this is Netflix. Netflix don't let you pay through uh, iOS and, uh, and Google. They send you to the Netflix website, you then create an account and pay, and then you log into the um, the application. Apple didn't like the fact that Hey is circumventing the in-app purchases with their application and then uh, they approved the first version and then they uh, declined uh, all the updates that came after that and then um, 
basically david heinemar hansen the aj as he's known is yeah. a very vocal individual that mm. um starts big internet fights and he did so as well here it got a lot of press attention it got a lot of other people to uh, inquire why the heck apple is screwing over people etc the um the middle ground they found in the end after apple um graciously agreed to talk about it was that they will offer uh us um limited free trial of the service and then uh, if people want to get the the actual paid um, version they will go on on the website uh, but obviously Apple only caved because of the media attention now I think that versus someone like epic it's more than just the media attention and Uh, we are not talking about Apple versus the, uh, a very small tech company that uh, they are seem like a, a giant crushing um, uh, um, lit- the little people. Uh, this is a fight between giants and in a fight between giants the, the results will be different. Now I would say that this 30% cut is not unique to Apple. Uh, ev- basically every other, digital online retailer takes the same cut steam takes the discard I think also humble takes this cut I don't know about GOG but I imagine it's it's about the same this is the industry standard but I will take you back two years ago when um, epic started the epic store and the first thing they do they did was to reduce this cut to 10 percent. This was their agenda from day one. They not only uh, reduced the cuts to 10% for every developer on their platform, they um, removed the revenue uh, requirement for companies using the Unreal Engine if they sell on the Epic Store. So uh, usually if you are a, a game developer and you use the Unreal Engine, you need to pay... Um, royalties to epic above uh, a certain amount of revenue it was i think one thousand one hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars before now they even lifted that it's it's like a million dollars uh, before you need to pay them anything but if you put your game on the epic store they don't like take double cut they will only take the 10 percent from the store and not the royalties so This is not something that Epic did out of the blue. Epic are coming with a very clear agenda that says we are, st- we are not going to gouge uh, people that are, uh, are using our services and we think that other companies shouldn't as well. It's, it's basically calling out Apple for their, uh, uh, for their uh, payment practices And telling the other major uh, large uh, uh, tech companies this is not right we want you to uh, reduce the, the cut you are taking from people like we did uh, would they succeed only time would tell yeah it's it's it's, it's really interesting so you know 
it it's only a matter of like who has more leverage. You know, Apple is the marketplace, or you know, Epic Score with the amount of like huge profit they like revenue they can get for Apple as the marketplace because it's kind of like a two-sided market. You have the sellers and the buyers. Um, and every, Apple is a platform. Every so. market is a two-sided market. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I guess. I think, so, the, yeah, I think the interesting thing so, here is would Epic successfully leverage their many hundreds of thousands uh, of users against Apple? Would people switch devices to play Fortnite? Probably not. I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I'm not sure in, in your... I, I'm... I wouldn't be so uh, adamant. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I, you know, if you ask me about confidence, like whether somebody would switch their device just for Fortnite, you know what? I'm, yeah, I, I'm on the camp of less likely. I think here's, I think it's a financials game. I think, you know, Apple are making around like $500 billion, million dollars a year from in-app purchases. How much is like that cut coming from Epic products? That's one question. I think it's like financial games and, you know, and litigation games and leverage. And the result of that would maybe trickle down to the rest of the industry. But yeah. right, I mean, right now it's two companies. I can tell you that Facebook had a, an issue yesterday where they launched a feature where you can buy tickets for event through a Facebook app. And then they had a clause there that said, you know, just so you know, uh, we, don't, we don't take a cut from the price to pay for a ticket. But Apple will take thirty percent of that, <laughs> and then Apple reject, and then Apple rejected their app and say, "Well, we don't really want you to," and they call it like irrelevant information. So we don't want you to show irrelevant information for <laughs> your users. So we're rejecting that. So Facebook had to like publish the version without this paragraph. Um, so it seems like Apple have a lot of leverage because you know the iPhone user base is huge, 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 especially in the US. Um, so I wonder who has more leverage there. That's interesting. Uh, also, also to note that, um, first of all, uh, the Xbox division of Microsoft came out in favor of, uh, of Epic in this, uh, mm-hmm. in this fight. And secondly, over the last year, uh, all the, the big uh, tech conglomerates in the US have been under uh, an antitrust investigation by Congress. Uh, there have been multiple hearings. Only, I think, what, three uh, weeks ago, all the CEOs were required mm-hmm. to appear before Congress in a hearing, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So uh, I don't think that Epic's decision, uh, I don't think their timing is coincidental. I think that's, uh, that has something to do with, the, uh, with those hearings as well. Yeah, I like you know what I like the court's uh, the court response for so when they protected the Epic development account, they said Apple and the Epic has every right to litigate against each other. I imagine like lawyers sitting like in two room, like war rooms and just write like litigation against one another. <laughs> I wonder how that's gonna look like. We need to to develop a game like that. Okay, that's Lid- litigation uh, wars. I'm sure. Yeah, we, we need to sell it in the Epic Game Store. Of course. That's uh, that's all we have uh, on the show today, and thank you for listening. Of course, thank you, Omar, for uh, joining me in the show. Well, thank you, thank you for hosting. 
no no problem you can find us online on twitter uh, i'm at isel and uh, omer is at omer kaplan don't forget to subscribe to the podcast comment and leave your reviews on the preferred listening app even if it's apple uh, at the burn.live our team music was created by uh, andorco we vocal by fishy twitch both on twitter and that's it for the show today all right yeah we won't we won't litigate against you we promise <laughs> no we won't uh, so yeah we'll see uh we'll uh, you will hear from us uh, next time and uh, that's it for uh, right now goodbye right, see you soon see ya <laughs>